Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up? It's your homegirl, Complex Angel, and I'm the Vibe. And it's your girl, Queen K. I'm the Vision. And welcome back to another episode of Queens with Vibes and Vision. So, Queen K, how has your week been since last week? Oh, girl. Okay, so it has been... It has been a week. I'm not going to lie. Um, it has been very eye-opening. I have definitely came across a lot of stuff that has tried to break me, but I'm remaining faithful and trusted in God. Um, I, I am surrounded Amen. by positive Um, I'm looking forward to my little slice of relaxation for the weekend. Um, <laughs> and almost closing out the su- out summer. So summer camp is almost sitting so I am very happy about it. I'm tired of these hey. kids. Mine and theirs, okay? <laughs> How about yours? <laughs> um, it's been a it's been a great week. Like I said, I've been busy every weekend this uh month performing poetry and I could really feel the love. Um I could see myself um growing with this. I'm taking up space. I'm getting more comfortable with, uh, you know, with how I perform and not really looking to see if what others think as long as I feel like I did a good job. That's all that matters. So it's been, it's been a great hell of a month. It's been a great week. Um, I just dragged the shit out of myself before I got on here with my own damn story. So I'm a little tender tonight. Um, you know, I didn't know the spirit was going to have me type that truth. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't say fuck you, you know, because <laughs> I'm not about to lose my <laughs> blessings, but I was... I was not happy. That's all I can say. <laughs> Aw. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, y'all, we're going to jump on into that show. Um, I'm going to start us off with the A.O. King and Queen quote, and it is sponsored by none other than Pinterest. Um, I got two for y'all tonight. The first one says, I'm thankful for my strength. My, no, I'm sorry. Let me rewind. I'm thankful for my struggle because without it, I wouldn't have to me because it's just pretty much letting you know that, yes, yeah, stuff will be hard. But at the end of the day, every lesson that you learn, every hard stepping stone that you come across is only strengthening you at the end. You know, you're going to have another layer to you, you know, another layer of armor. Um, and my second one is make yourself a priority. At the end of the day, you're your longest commitment. You can only live your life for you, okay? So we have to take in the fact that we have to slither out time for ourselves and not be and not be worried about who feel what way about it. You know, we are our biggest priority. We, we can't pour into other people if we're empty. So be sure mm-hmm. to make yourself a priority. Go out and do something random for yourself, you know, something that you like. It'll it'll definitely help. It'll give you that little slice of peace. Those are my A.O. King and Queen quotes. Thank you, Pinterest. Um, now I'm going to jump right on into that Queen K. Slay tip. Um, this one is for stretch marks. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I like my tiger marks. But some women don't, okay? Because um, like Cat Williams said, either you was big and got small or you was small and got big. But. If you have stretch marks, if you want to see a a change in two weeks, I mean, of course, you know, keep on going after the two weeks, but you will notice a difference. All you do is mix Neosporin, coconut oil, olive oil, and apply it every night before bed. They'll be, well, the thing says they'll be gone. I just think that they'll they'll stay. But, you know, let me know. If somebody actually is out there that does, that want to try it, again, it's Neosporin, coconut oil, and olive oil. 
mix them together, apply it right before bed, and they say they'll be gone in two weeks. I just think that they'll just lighten up a little bit. But you let me know. So that is my Queen K Slay tip. Now we're going to jump into the sipping tea for the soul topic. Tonight, me and Complex, our topic is I am grateful. Y'all, we're just going to dive on into, you know, just what it is to be grateful. You know, we're going to talk about what we're grateful for. We can talk about the struggles people have with being grateful, um, any obstacles that they may face. Um, just anything. We're just going to be talking about it from our own perspectives and also giving you a general perspective as well to some of our questions. So I'm going to kick it off first with my aspect. I didn't have a name for it. I still didn't figure out a name for it, but, you know, hey. Um, So my first question complex is, do you think people have a hard time showing gratitude for what they have because of greed and envy of the next person? Um, yeah, I think that honestly, that's the answer to the question because um, when you're so focused on what others have, it does. You feel like you're. It's like Will Smith said it on Fresh Prince of Bel Air, where he felt like when he first moved from Philly, it was like everybody had on skates, but he had just one skate. You feel like you're always trying to catch up, and you missing out on the blessings that you do have. You know, what's your take on it? Mine's is I definitely feel like we. Um, a majority of the time we are comparing ourselves and it makes it hard to really see what you have because you see what you want. You know, we don't never, mm-hmm. we're never really satisfied. Well, I, I can't speak for everybody. I was never really satisfied with what I already had. I didn't even pay any attention um, because I was so focused on what the next person had and I felt like I was less than because of it. So, yeah, mm. I definitely feel like it's hard for us to see everything that we have because we so focused on somebody else in their lives. Um, yeah. Okay, so question is, do you think not being grateful or showing gratitude for the things you have and how far you came is the reason why most are not pleased with their lives? Okay, um, let me see. Like, okay, can you elaborate on what you're trying to ask with that one so I can make sure I answer right? Girl, you know what? I type these questions in a rush. I meant, like, because <laughs> I was just reading, like, what the fuck was I trying to say? But, um, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, like, do you think that the reason that we're not pleased with our lives is because, or we don't see how far we came because we, we we're so focused on wait, do you think not being grateful? Oh, okay, so pretty much us not showing gratitude or us not being grateful for what we have, um, is the reason that we're not pleased with our lives because we don't really see it as being you know, we don't see it as being nothing that we could we should be grateful for. I don't know how I was how that was going. I mean, I think that um when you look at life or like this is the car somebody else is I think that when you look at life from, like, these are the cards that I was dealt, you know, like, you, 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 it's hard for you to have, it's hard for you to be grateful about things. It's hard when you, I feel like what you put energy in, what you have tunnel vision on is, is how your life will go. So if you're always focusing on what you don't have or if you're always focusing on the bad, you you tend, like, you know what I'm saying, you're, it's going to be hard for you to see the good in, in people. Like, um, I'll give a prime example. With my healing journey, I find myself, um, you know, getting stuck in the anger part 
when I think about things that have happened to me, when I try to give people grace and when I try to reflect on what they have done, you know, to release it, I get caught up in the anger because I'm focused so much on the anger. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm focused on so much of the hurt and the disrespect that that person has done. I, it's hard for me to see anything good. Like, I can't name a good thing that my sister has ever done for me because I've always, I haven't been able to heal from a lot of the shit that we've been through. Of course, when I think about all the shit that she has been through, I can understand why it's hard for her to be that sister and give that love that I need because when you've been hurt, you tend to hurt other people. So I just tie that back into the answer. I feel like, you know, if you can't focus on, like, even the littlest things, like, if you focus on material things, you can't focus on, damn, I woke up today, you know what I'm saying, somebody else didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it, it's it, it go. I know we're gonna go into it in my aspect, but it's basically looking at life from a half full perspective, no, a half empty perspective, and not a half full. Like looking at that glass and seeing that water, but it's like no, it's half empty. No, it's really half full. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at life from a a pessimistic way instead of an optimistic way. What's your take on it? First off, I just want to say thank you for clearing up that question for me because you just you just helped me to answer it. Um. I know, like, with me, it's hard for me to really be happy with my life because I don't celebrate. Well, I didn't. You, I didn't celebrate mm-hmm. the small Um, I didn't celebrate the fact that I woke up in the morning. I woke up complaining. Now, oh, my back hurt. Oh, well, I got to go to work. Oh, get, not thinking. God gave me the opportunity to see another day. I'm up. I'm walking around. I got my vision, my sight. I'm not sick. My house is still intact. I have a car. I have food. I wasn't celebrating mm-hmm. all of those victories, so it clouded my vision on how far I've actually came in life. Um, mm. And I feel like that's the reason that I was never fully happy because I didn't embrace everything that I had. And it took for my therapist to tell me, well, I see why you're struggling or why you have a hard outlook on life because you're not you're not satisfied. You're not grateful for what you have. And I right. wouldn't say, okay, end of the meeting, you don't have to talk to me like that. But then she broke it down to me. She was like, you don't even see how far you came. So, mm-hmm. you know, how can you celebrate? How can you be happy? She said, have you been put out of your place? Have you had anything cut off? Have you your kids mm. or you went without eating or anything like that? Is one of your kids in the hospital? Are, all your kids are alive? Oh, okay. And you can walk. You mm-hmm. can talk. You can and it it took me for a loop, but then I started understanding, like, damn, she's right. Like, what am I mm-hmm. sitting back being angry for? Like, most people don't get to wake up in the morning. Most people don't get to get on two legs and walk around, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think that me not being, showing gratitude for everything that I have now, it overshadowed me, and it had me not content with my life. Um, yeah. Okay, so that leads me to my third question. What are five things you are grateful for this year? Uh, five things I'm grateful for this year is being alive, um, you know, yeah. like just still being um, in Pennsylvania because, you know, when you tend to just run from certain things, it's like if you don't plan it out, God going to be like, yeah, this wasn't the right move. You have to start right back over. And 
I'm, I'm, when it didn't make when it didn't make sense, it made sense. Like you know, just being a homeowner—that's the second thing. Bless you. Um, being a homeowner—that's the second thing. Um, also, like you know, waking up every day. You know, being in a better mindset, being in a better um, mind space. You know, because when I moved into my apartment, I was depressed as hell. I wasn't decorating it like I. I was like you, waking up angry and not really feeling seeing the need to you know, get through the day. Here I'm waking up in a, in a better space. Don't get me wrong. I didn't have some down days in this house already because that's just life. But I see myself, how I'm getting through it is way different than before. How I'm dealing with things is way different before. I'm grateful that I'm able to be honest. I'm grateful that my throat chakra is unblocked and I'm able to speak my truth. Even if it's going to hurt somebody else's feelings, you know what I'm saying? All I can do is word it the best way I can, and if it hurts your feelings, it's okay because I got it out of my system, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't hold on to how I feel, you know what I'm saying, to please others. And I'm grateful that God is, like, clearing my path of people that I just no longer vibe with. You know, like, it's so easy because here I go saying that we can we can sit up there and if you focus on the bad, I focus on the bad all the time. When I fall out with people or when, like, you know, people grow apart, I focus on the bad because that was my survival instinct growing up. It's like a funeral, delete every fucking thing. That person never existed. And not realizing, like, people go out of your life. Like, rejections are a redirection, and it's, it's also protection. That person couldn't go with you to the next life, and maybe vice versa. Maybe I couldn't go with them to their next, you know, to their yeah. next level in life. But I'm just grateful that he's clearing my path because every time someone leaves or I pass a test, I feel myself elevating more. I hope I said five, but, yeah, what about you? <laughs> um, I am grateful for life as well. That's that's top priority. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for life because I would not be able to experience all that I have without it. Um, I am mm-hmm. grateful for all of the healthy, positive relationships God has surrounded me with. I'm not just talking about my kids. I'm not just talking about uh, the small percentage of my family. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the healthy relationships and friends and, you know, all everybody that I'm surrounded by, even though I have came through a journey of constantly reevaluating my circle, learning that my people-pleasing ways were the reason for the growth of most of my friendships, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've realized that reevaluating it only helped me to elevate, and now I'm only surrounded by people that's booked and busy. I mean, look at you. Every weekend, you have been going to speak mm-hmm. and being an inspiration to somebody else, like, like it was, it, it felt so good hearing that guy. Like, yeah, I was at this one event and this girl came with some dice and a question. You was like, oh, that was me. It was like, that's right, that was you. I'm like, see, look, look at yeah. Marcel out there doing it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm thankful for that because, um, you know, he removed all the negativity from my life. Like, I'm actually in a more positive headspace. Yes, my dark days still come, but I'm in a more positive headspace, and I feel like the atmosphere. The third thing I'm grateful for is the atmosphere in my house changing, the mood, the mm. energy. Everything in my house is changing, and I only owe it to everybody that is under this roof. Yeah, we have our days. Yeah, my kids might be all haywire sometimes, but 
the energy is positive in this house. It's bright. We don't go to bed mad and angry with each other. I mean, you know, kids going to fight, so I'm not going to make it seem like we all around here like the Brady Bunch just jumping and singing. No, it ain't like that. They have problems, but too. But we about to slit each other's throats or nothing like that. I'm grateful for... I'm grateful for the trips that I'm able to take this year, mm-hmm. and, you know. And last but not least, I'm grateful for the opportunity to go back to school. Um, I got to give that that thanks to not only myself yeah. and God, but I got to give that to my boss because she was the reason that I'm able to even afford it, you know. So I, I definitely give that a shout-out because that is me finishing up and completing a life goal. It's kicking my ass. I ain't going to lie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I still got a paper. I finish right now. But it's yeah. definitely stepping stone into something more, you know, a, 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 another increase in my life. Because once I'm finished this in December, then here come another increase coming in. So I'm I'm definitely mm-hmm. grateful. So those are my five things. Yes. Um, and last but not least, how do you show your gratitude for the things you have in your life? Oh, let's see. I show gratitude by journaling. Like, like you know, I don't do it all the time. I'm not going to lie, because I journal. But gratitude moments are not always the main topic. You get what I'm saying? But when I write down what I have and everything, and it's like that list is just be nonstop. Like, I don't have to sit there and think about it. Waking up every day just, you know, feeling grateful, um, reflecting on how far I've come. I swear, like, when I travel every, I don't know, every other day now, I get this epiphany, like, damn, look at how far you've come. Like, okay, I hear you always say, Tasha, you know, like, you have a lot of strength. But now I really sit back, and that's one thing I did not put on the list. But now I really sit back and see what you mean about that strength because growing up, it didn't make sense to me. You know, you just see the women in your family, you know what I'm saying, you just see them getting through shit and just finding a way. And you, they don't acknowledge it as strength. They just always on the go. And I'm pretty sure you can relate to that too. But it's the strength to be able to get up after, you know, be able to get back up and rebuild yourself after something has knocked you down. But the lesson that I'm learning now is don't continue to let things knock you down. You know what I'm saying? Get through that shit gracefully. So, yeah, what about you? Um, How do I show my gratitude? I don't celebrate my small victories and my small wins. When I wake up in the morning now, it's not, oh, my God, here we go. It's, thank you, God. I really appreciate you letting me open up my eyes. Thank you, God, for letting my house still be standing. Thank you, God, for letting mm-hmm. me have high water. Like, I'm starting now to thank him for everything. Even on days when I forget, I still make sure I just send a general thank you up there So at some point of my day because I've realized that I have so much to be thankful for each and every day. Um, I've started also not comparing myself to other people because I've under, I, I understand now that whatever he has for me is going to be for me. And what he has for them, that's there. You know, be happy. And I found that being happy for other people when they do accomplish something or when they do have something, I get a whole better outlook on what I have, you know. Um, It's Mm -hmm. okay to be happy for others. You don't have to be mad because they got it or they got it first, okay. It's more where that came from, and if it was for you, you would have it. It might not be your time yet. Um, Mm -hmm. 
but just say thank you. I've been teaching my kids how to show gratitude, too. I've been telling them, like, y'all need to start thank. Don't thank me. Thank God, okay, because it's him at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. And I've also been sharing, like, also another thing I've been sharing with people, like, you know, y'all better thank God for this or X, Y, Z or that or spreading God's goodness to somebody else. Like, just just pretty much getting it out there to everybody, mm-hmm. just being able to verbalize thank you, focus on my own life, um, and just take time out for myself. You know, even if I could just sit alone for a minute, you know, and just thank God and talk to him one-on-one and let him know, like, you know, you've been rocking with me the long way, 31 years in the game, God, you know, just something like that. So that is mm-hmm. all the ways that I show that I'm grateful. And I, I try to make sure I let the people in my life know that I'm grateful for them, um, whether it be a I love you or I'm proud of you. I try to let the ones know that means the most to me something because I'm truly, truly grateful for the ones that God has surrounded me with. Like, y'all don't understand how much y'all have really been a force in my life this year alone. Like, so far, I know 2022 didn't have some shit happen from monkeypox to all that other stuff. But mm-hmm. I am so grateful because this is, like, the best year I've had in a long time. And it's just because God has given me people that pour into me and I pour into them back. My cup never is empty. Like, it's just a good feeling. But, yeah, that was my last question. That's, That's how I feel. My- Man, I was going to say earlier about Brady Bunch. They wasn't perfect. They had fucking problems, too. I think the oldest two was attracted to each other. I think Keith was. Girl, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot with that family. Huh? <laughs> I don't remember that. I got to look back into that. I, I think it was a Brady Bunch movie where they was attracted to each other. I like that man. Listen, <laughs> it, it, it was it was some off shit. They was not perfect. I'm gonna just say that. Oh, but my aspect is view of life. My first question is: Do you think having gratitude moments helps you to focus on the good in life? Yes, I definitely do feel like um, when you have a moment of gratitude. It makes you see the good, and it, it makes you feel good when you actually acknowledge it. Like, when you just sit back like, damn, I'm thankful. You just get your body feel lighter, you know, when you can say thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But I definitely feel like when you can actually acknowledge it, that, that it just lifts a weight off of your shoulders. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like um, – Having those gratitude moments, because there's sometimes where I have to stop and have a gratitude moment when my dark thoughts are starting to like really just come, and I have to like take a breather and be like, okay, let's let let's look at what we do have. You know what I'm saying? It helps me mm-hmm. to feel better. I even I even have to close my eyes and like breathe in and out. You know what I'm saying? Just to calm down. But I feel like having gratitude moments it helps you to be content with you have, like you know, but not get comfortable with it because. God wants to always continue to bless you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you pour into others, what you what you put out, you get back. So I just feel like having those gratitude moments, it, it helps you to be able to also live in the moment more. Because I was talking to this girl at this vendor event, um, well, at the event that I went, that I probably did the poem at, I was just basically telling her, like, we be so on the go that, like, you know, you don't even enjoy, you're not even enjoying what you prayed for months or years ago. You, you know, like, like, basically, like when you get something, it's like, okay, what, what can I focus on next? 
it's like, damn, stop to really embrace this, like embrace what you have and everything like that. So, yeah, um, my okay. my second question is how often – my second question is, how often do you complain versus having gratitude moments? <laughs> okay, so look now, I'm not perfect, but I do find myself complaining. Uh, okay, in the past, I complained more than I was thankful. But now, I feel like I'm more so thankful. I I, I don't complain as much. I might complain about my house being a total disaster, or I might complain about the the kids at my job or the staff at my job sometimes, but it's not frequent. Like, I, I step back and say, you know what, God, okay, you got it. I'm th- Look, look, I didn't have this before, but now I got it, you know. So I do find myself, for every complaint, I try to replace it with a moment of gratitude. Um, because I, I'm doing this new thing where I don't want to put no negative in my atmosphere because I just feel like that just drains you and you never get through your day when you're drained. Um, so, yeah, now I, I find myself being more grateful than I do complaining. It's a balance for me. It, I, baby, listen, as, <laughs> as whole as I sound on this podcast, baby, when I get behind the wheel, why the fuck are you going slow? <laughs> I complain. It's a balance for me. You're going to get gratitude okay. moments and you're going to get complaining. But I don't complain. I don't complain about what I don't have anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful mm-hmm. for that. But when I get on the road, I complain. And I don't even look at it like, you know what I'm saying, maybe this person is going slow because God is trying to protect you from an accident that's about to happen. You know, you don't see it like that. It's just like, I want to get to where I got to go. Like It's like, Stanley, get the fuck out of my way, Stanley, when he had to fix. I'm telling you. So, yeah. Uh, that goes into my third question. What are you grateful about this life you've been living so far? The the experiences. I'm very grateful for all the experience, whether it be positive or negative. I, because my thing is I feel like every experience was a lesson, and that lesson helped mm-hmm. to shape the woman that I am today. And I am just grateful to be able to, you know, be molded into such a strong, powerful woman. Like, I know I still got some growing to do. I know that I'm not perfect. I know I still have my down days. But, baby, I am not the woman I was two years ago at all, mm-hmm. not even a year ago. So yeah. I am definitely grateful for the life experiences because, I don't know if I would still be here if I wasn't able to acknowledge being grateful for what I have or how far I've came um, because mm. I was about to just give it all up a few times. So, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely grateful for the experiences of this life. Man, I'm grateful for growth and just seeing what I'm capable of because, like, When you're around people growing up that minimize what you do, and it's like I'm not using that as a crutch, but it's like people pleasers out there, when you care about what other people think, you shape yourself to be like them, and you basically carve out pieces of you that makes you genuinely happy and that is authentically you. 
So it's like I gave up on poetry back then because people told me my voice was too nonchalant. I didn't have no presentation. I gave up on writing because, you know what I'm saying, some people felt like, oh, you can't, you can't thank God and you're not giving God's work. You get what I'm saying? But it took for me to move out of state to really come to another state and go through some shit and really, like, challenge myself to write about something because I, I, that's what it took. I usually don't write about shit that I'm going through. I would have to write about it years later. I can never write about it when I'm going through it. And writing No Apologies was what challenged me to start really going on that self-love journey to learn about myself because I've ran from myself for so long. I put myself second so long. So I am just grateful to see what I'm capable of, the growth, like you said, I'm not the person that I was five years ago. Like, people back at home don't even really know me anymore. And people here, they don't believe that I didn't used to smoke weed. I used to be really anxious. I didn't listen to rap. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and I always question, like, okay, well, is this really me? You know what I'm saying? But then when I look back at memories, it's like, I'm like, damn, you had some deep, profound statuses back then. You just didn't believe in what you was writing. You felt like you was rambling. But when you look back, it's like, okay, this has always been you. You just minimize yourself for other people. Now I'm out here doing poetry, and people love it. You know, like, it's, I'm sorry, I don't want to get, I'm, I'm not trying to get long-winded, but I have to give myself credit. To hear people, how they introduce me, saying how, like, you know, she's such a dope flow. You know, she has, she's such a dope person. She Her flow is great. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, I'm dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm not nonchalant. I'm telling you. People who sit up there and talk down on you and criticize you, the saying is true. The ones who judge you is the ones who's doing less than you and don't have the opportunities to or have the courage to do what you're challenging yourself to do. Yes. So, yeah, that's, yes, okay. Um, and the last question, had to preach up in here. Um, Come how on. has gratitude yeah. moments, <laughs> how has gratitude moments helped to change your view of life? They have made it a lot better and a lot easier. I mean, life is still ghetto. I'm not going to lie. Um, I still go through stuff. But it's it's a lot easier, you know, seeing everything that I do have and being able to be thankful for it. It just makes everything run smoothly, you know. I'm still going to have my dark days because, like my pastor was saying, like, you're still going to have those days, but just knowing how to be thankful and pray yourself out of it is going to mean a world to you. You know, I might look like I didn't take out the battle, but, baby, I'm still standing, so I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's yes. definitely changed my outlook on life because it just makes everything that much easier. Like, when I am going through something bad, I just go, like, okay, God, look, I thank you for this problem, first off. Let me tell you that. I'm, I thank you because mm-hmm. I know that this is going to give me a new layer of tough skin that you need me to have. Like, this lesson is about to teach me something. So bring it on. You know, let's go. I'm ready. I might be up yeah. here crying my eyes out, but in the <clears> morning <throat> I'm going to wake up and say thank you. So, yes. yeah, that's giving me a different outlook on life. That's right. Um, it has helped me to be able to check myself, you know, it it helps to pause the dark thoughts, you know, it helps you to look at the dark thoughts more logically, like, is this your voice, or like, you know what I'm saying, did this person really say this, because sometimes we can overhype ourselves about a situation, like, we can assume if we don't have the answer that we want, Um, 
It helps me to be more happy for people because I was a very competitive person growing up too. Like I didn't know how to genuinely be happy for the people around me if my life was in shambles. You get what I'm saying? And I know that's Mm -hmm. fucked up to say, but I can hold myself accountable and say that. So having gratitude moments, when I see people getting married now, when I see, you know, that black love, because love was something that I always wanted. And now I'm realizing, like, I trauma bonded a lot. And I'm not going to say that I'm going to let love conquer me. I'm going to, you know, just keep loving myself until I can be able to conquer that fear of love. But when I see people getting married, I just tell myself, like, I'll love it. And I'll be like, you know what, God, what, what is for me would be for me. I know that you have that person out there for me right now. I just need to work on myself. And I know they say that one man is going to come along and they're going to, um, you like, like, they'll basically help build you up. But I feel like, the way I look at love, it's not love. It's an attachment, and that's unhealthy. So I'm learning to that God wants me to be solo so I can see what I'm capable of and not look for that validation to anybody else. So I'm like you now, mm-hmm. celebrating those small wins and reflecting and just being thankful. Like, I, don't, I know that I'm the shit, but it took for me to get out of my last relationship and sit with myself to realize I know I'm the shit. So that's my last question. Girl, yes, you are the shit, okay? You are too. Um, oh, thank you, girl. Okay, that was a dope, dope segment. Um, we're going to jump on into the As a Woman Question Complex. What you got for us tonight? Okay, um, Lord Jesus, I don't know if this was the right one. I guess it was the right one. Um, oh, yeah, number six, As a Woman, what snacks did you love as a kid? Okay, as a kid, baby, I love going to the store with a dollar because mm-hmm. I could get me some nonsaters, I get me a bag of chips, a juice, and a honey bun. That was my go-to right there. Give me some nonsaters, give me a honey bun, a bag of chips, maybe a juice, a little hug juice when they was good. I don't really care for them now because <laughs> now they just taste like cardboard and ass to me now. But uh, Lord, that's Jesus. my go-to, baby. That's my go-to. <laughs> oh, God, it was a lot for me. You made me bring up my childhood memories. It was a lot for me. I like the circus peanuts. Um, I like the Gushers. I still snack on the Gushers. Pizza Lunchables, <laughs> I still snack on those to this day. Uh, what else? Let me see. I like the banana moon pies, not the chocolate ones. I love yes. the banana moon pies growing up. And um, a lot of people don't know what this is, Nat, but, dog, I'm pretty sure you've seen it. It always comes around Halloween. It be an orange or a black wrapper. It's like this caramel taffy stuff. I don't know the the name of it. Yes, yes, I used to fuck those up, girl. (laughs) I can't never find them, though. But, yeah, those. And I think – not 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 the granola bars, but those little fig Newton cookies. I used to eat those growing up. Oh, what the hell? You know what? <laughs> Listen, what the strawberry ones and the blueberry <laughs> ones? Like, you the fig Newton cookies. <laughs> but you know, I'm I'm sick of this. I'm sick of her. Always coming for me. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> oh, she said fig Newton. She had me y'all for a minute until she said no. No, those was no. good. Listen, I, they. They was. Listen, whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we're going to jump into our next segment. Girl, I see you complex. Who are you highlighting tonight? I'm going to highlight uh, this podcast that I just started watching because it's been coming up on my, my uh, Instagram news feed. So I'm like, let me just give it a try. It's called Good Moms, Bad Choices. And, um, right. damn, it doesn't, it doesn't say their names, but it's basically two uncensored and outspoken young moms challenging the stereotypes of single parents and, and societal norms. And I love it. Like, they had Omarion's brother on there, Orion, like, you know, like, talking about why it's important to talk to your kids about sex. And, you know, Orion opened up about his, how his relationship is with his daughter, you know, him and Janae's daughter, how he does talk to her. He wants her to be open, you know what I'm saying, because he was like, I don't want her to go out there and try to figure it out. But I like it because it's showing, like, like they had this one I just watched. It was about this girl who was a dominatrix, um, a fan dominatrix, like she does sex work. But it just shows, like, you can be a mom and still be sexy. Like, it's a podcast showing that you're more than just being a parent. I love it. Okay, I like that a lot. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> the title again. I need to watch that. I mean, listen to that. I'm that, yeah, that's something it. I need to okay. Thank you. Um, for my yeah. uh, highlight moment, I am going to highlight New Providence Baptist Church. Um, reason being, last Sunday they uh, pastor pastor Everett Jenkins. What is he? Everett Senior. Okay. He did a whole sermon on depression, y'all. Mm. And the way this man preached about it, he just, I'm happy that he shed light on it. Because like he said, we have so many factors playing into our depression. For somebody to say that they're not or they haven't went through those dark days, they are lying. He said, because everything, even as a saint, even if you are saved, you still have those days. He said that we are not Hmm. all just sanctified and holy and walking around here smiling. We worry, too. And he said, if you're acting like you don't have to worry, then you're faking it. When that man Mm -hmm. broke it down and said Bible to go with it, when I tell you that service stuck with me, it did something to me because I'm so happy that a preacher, that was my my second time because Pastor Mike Todd talked about it, too. But yeah. To hear somebody like this close to home talk about it, and he's an older pastor, like I, he's younger, you know, he knows what's going on. But for my pastor, who's who's an elder, to be speaking on it mm-hmm. in the way that he did, it just gave me that okay, he understands that you know I will have my dark days. I don't, I won't feel like opening up or shedding light. But he told me what to do. I have to give my highlight mm-hmm. moment to that because that was like the the highlight of my weekend right there. That ended my weekend off right so that my Monday went good. That's what's up. Okay. So that is my highlight, my girl, I see you moment. Well, my highlight moment. <laughs> or I see you moment. There we go. Uh, okay, so we're going to jump right on into that. Ayo, ask Queen K, or girl, I got something to say. Complex, what you got? Um, I got two things. The first one is I came across uh, um, a picture that I had to screenshot, and I said, I bet you I can get Queen K to say I'm not about to play with you. So <laughs> it oh. says, the saying says, I ain't going to lie, that nigga who was singing, that nigga was singing his ass off on the Cat Dog theme song. You remember Cat Dog? <laughs> Girl, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was singing his ass off on there. And uh, this other one, 
I had to make it lighthearted because this one is kind of heavy. I just want to get your your take on it. So it says, self-love is defined as love of self and high regard for one's own happiness and well-being. But people confuse self-love and self-care. Yes, sometimes self-care can be self-love, but it is only a small, tiny part of self-love. If the only way or the majority of the way you are showing yourself self-love is by getting massages or buying nice things or pampering your body, then you are not practicing self-love. Now, mm. you being a self-love advocate, you know, this this is kind of new to me because, yes, like, you know, like I said, it is it is more than just that. But what's your take on that? Because it was saying, like, that's, that, that self-care, but I always thought pampering yourself was a way of self-love. Like, I see you and I hear you, you know what I'm saying? You're, I don't know. What's your take on it? I get where they're coming from because it's, it's really not. I feel like self-love is healing yourself from your traumas. It's not about masking or buying yourself all these gifts and things you want. That is a form of self-care. It makes you happy. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. to fully love yourself and be aware of yourself, you need to spend some quiet, alone time, and you need to also work on the work and try to heal yourself. Well, not try, but go into the stages of healing yourself from those traumas and accepting the things that has went on in your life. I feel like that's where the self-love begins right there. It's not about yeah. what you buy yourself, massages that you get. No, it's about healing yourself. That's how you can fully yeah. love yourself and be able to, you know, get up in the morning and say, I'm beautiful. I love you. And, you know, and mean it because I can do it all day, but it's just because other people told me I need to put in that work and figure out why mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm beautiful. Go back to that, that moment so that I can heal myself from that so then I can start believing it. Because I can mask yeah. it by going out and buying that outfit or buying me some shoes. That will only provide me with temporary comfort and happiness. But yeah. me working on myself will definitely bring that self-love out. So, yeah, I, I get that one. I didn't see it that way at first, but now I do. And I, I won't say that it's new to me. I think, like, the way it was worded, I'm like, I didn't look at it from that way. Because, yes, I do know that this self-love journey is more than just pampering yourself. Because, because honestly, like, come on now, retail therapy. When we said we go, we go fucking max that card out and be mad as fuck that we did that shit. You know, I had a couple of retail yes, therapy. Girl. Just impulsively buying stuff to make yourself feel better. But self-love is more than just that. You know, it's having those shadow work sessions, those accountabilities. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. But it was just like, huh, <laughs> you know, like, you know, as a self-love advocate, you learn every day. I, I don't know everything. And, I'm, you know, I'm growing and everything like that because I, I can't say that I didn't see it as not being self-love, what I'm doing, because it is part of the self-love journey. But, yeah, before I get to rambling, it just, it just like, it was the way they worded it, it made me think of it and look at it in a different way. All right, girl, I get you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So what do I have to say? Hmm. I have something that I want to say, too. Hold on. I got to go back to my photos. I had screenshotted something. Oh, shit. Where is it at? Okay, so I was on TikTok, and it's this dude, right? He said, <laughs> and I feel like it's only a real person that can admit this because he was pretty much saying, I feel like so anybody that deal with me, God should get them some extra years on their life. 
Um, he said, because anybody that can put up with my bullshit and still survive and not beat me or try to kill me, they the real MVP. Do you ever feel like that? Like anybody that has dealt with you, they should get some extra years put on their life or some extra favor or extra blessing? Now, see, when I sit up there and I were in like, okay, because I've talked to exes in the past after really uh-huh. just sitting there and thinking about what I've done, and I'd be like, I know I was wrong. They'd be like, I don't remember you being like that. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I would say, I would say yet, like, they always remember the good side of me, but I knew that I, you know, I knew my manipulative ways. I knew that I would say, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I know I caused trauma. I know I yelled and everything. I know I'd be snappy and everything like that, and I'm glad that you had patience and didn't put your hands on me. But when I talk to them about it, they be like, I don't really remember you being like that. I I remember, you know what I'm saying, like me being the asshole and everything like that. I don't know. I feel like um, sometimes we're we're harder on ourselves about how we come off to people. I mean, like, trust me, if you're toxic, you toxic. And if a person is trying to tell you about yourself and you're not trying to listen, yeah. But um, I think maybe I thought – that I was more worse than what they believed because the way I saw it, like, no, nah, I was being manipulative right there. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I was testing you, you know, like, I don't know, but what about you? Girl, I definitely feel like God should get them some extra something. Okay. I have been told, <laughs> I have been told that I something else. I mean, I, I let them know ahead of time. Look now, I'm not for the week. I'm not, for the week, but it, it hurts my feelings sometimes. Well, it don't hurt my feelings. I kind of feel sorry for the person sometimes when they be like, look, you told me, but you didn't tell me, tell me. And it's just like, well, damn, mm-hmm. yeah, I need to go and get them some extra years on their life because I know I done stressed out at least three of them. So, yeah, I sometimes find myself, because, baby, when you hurt me, I try to go for the jugular. I'm like, that's it. I go for the instant kill. I don't care what I say. I mean, I might come back and apologize, but I might also say, well, you shouldn't do what you did. I wouldn't do what I did. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> and, therefore, yeah. that is why I am single. But, you know, hey, we all live and we learn. I'm I'm just – that. it just it, – it was funny to me because I'm like, damn, this is how I feel right here. Yeah, God, go ahead and bless them real quick. One time for the one time, please. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I just shoot. thought that was funny. Bless us both for putting up with a lot of shit. Bless us both hey, for putting hey. up with a lot of shit. That's what I will say. Hey. What? Yeah, there we go. Bless us both. Yeah, because I need some blessing and some healing too. Amen? Yeah, because I'm telling you, like, it takes two for something to go wrong. It it takes two on yeah. some real stuff, you know? So, yeah. I'm happy you said that. See, it's not always mm-hmm. me. It takes two. Y'all heard it from Complex. It's not it just It takes me. two. It takes two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, sometimes a person, like, sometimes you could be the person that's always reacting, you know what I'm saying, off of something or vice versa, you know? Or sometimes you could be in your head and, you know what I'm saying, like, them voices get to you, so you start to make up these scenarios and snap on a person. It's a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? We all got these, these this baggage that we bring into the building, and some of our baggage be snapping. Some of our baggage be having little animals in it ready to attack. Guess we're going to be honest. Yeah. Hello? There we go. <laughs> okay. Um, That ends that segment, y'all. Um, We're going to go ahead and jump right into the no apologies thought, followed by the self-affirmation. 
Complex, what you got for us tonight? Okay, so my no apologies, I got two of them. The first one is you know your relationship with spirit is getting stronger when the messages around you are getting stronger and you can clearly see them. They aren't muffled messages like Pastor Mike Todd explained in the I Have Advantage segment, like where it sounds like womp, 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 like, you know, it's off of Charlie, <laughs> Charlie and the gang. It's not like that. I say that because um, spirit has been talking to me through dreams, through messages, through people, just basically telling me to just keep moving forward and to not look in the past. And, baby, I finally listened after the seventh time. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I I say that to say I couldn't act like I wasn't seeing it because I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was to the point where Spirit was like, oh, she think I won't drag her. Let me drag you because you ain't been dragged enough. I can't, I can't mm. just act like it, you ain't talking to me no more. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, my relationship just got strong with you because I know when you're talking loud and clear over everybody. And the other one um, is do it even when it doesn't make sense. That's walking away from things that don't serve you, you know what I'm saying, moving to another state, you know, off of like, you know, impulse, starting a new job, quitting a job that doesn't serve you. Do it when it, even when it doesn't make sense because I promise you it's going to make sense in the end. Everything happens for a reason. Every thought, every idea, every action is leading up to the next step in your life. And my um, self-affirmation tonight, because it was grateful, um, I decided to get one about gratitude. It says, I am filled with thanksgiving. I am surrounded with things to be grateful for. I intentionally choose gratitude. I focus on things to be thankful for. Everywhere I look, I see something to be thankful for. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. All things work together for good. I am a grateful person. And yep, yes. that's it. <laughs> so with that being said, this is a dope show. I am Complex Danger. I'm the vibe. And I'm Queen K. I'm the vision. And peace and love, y'all. We are out. Peace and love.